0: Welcome to the Jet Setting Family Travel Podcast. I'm Rod.
1: And I'm Jess, and today we are so excited to dive into our time in Thailand.
0: But before we do, last week we had asked if you could please review our podcast on iTunes, and we'd be happy to read those reviews live on an episode. And today we are featuring at The Adventure Clan on Instagram. They left us an amazing review. It says, I love following the Jessening Sitting family and their podcast. is so wonderful to listen to. Makes me want to travel along with them because they seem to be having so much fun. I also love their guest interviews. I've learned so much about family travel and have been so expired. Thank you, Ex- guys. <laughs> inspired. Sorry, I said expired. Wow.
1: I hope we're not expired. <laughs>
0: we are not expired. But thank you, the Adventure Clan, for leaving us such a kind review. And those of you that... Are looking for a shout out as well Feel free to leave us a review And we'd be happy to read it on a future episode So let's get on with the show, shall we?
1: Yes Our first stop in Thailand Was absolutely incredible And it's one of those places that we knew nothing about So had no expectations And were like, not only surprised It ended up being one of our favorite places We have gone so far Which was shocking and it was to an island called Ko Yao Nui.
0: Yeah, it's east of Phuket, so Phuket's on the southern tip of Thailand. And we were so glad that we made that decision. We actually reached out to a hotel on Koyanoi and asked if they wanted to collaborate with us for for photography services. And they were graciously, you know, (laughs) accepted (laughs) and took us in. And we had the adventure of a lifetime there for the week that we spent there.
1: Yes, it was so incredible. Um, We took a speedboat from Phuket that took us directly To, like, the front of our hotel, Coastal Escape, Koyao Nui. It was literally pulled up onto the beach right in front of our villa. and
0: Yeah, got our bags offloaded, got escorted directly into our villa.
1: It was beautiful. This
0: resort only has four villas, so... You get a really personalized service and you really get to know kind of the staff that works there. Everybody there is so kind. There is one restaurant there where you have this really wide uh, selection of food that you can order or you can you know go out around the island to find some cuisine there as well. One of the more unique things about Koyanui is that it's a pretty small island. I mean, we could, we got around on um,
1: a sidecar, a sidecar and motorbike
0: in about an hour, driving slowly throughout kind of the outside of the entire island. And it was, very peaceful. local and peaceful. Yeah, yeah, we we didn't see a lot of other big resorts there. There's a couple of other resorts, but it's nothing crazy like you'll find in Bali and from what we hear but Phuket we only as well. We
1: saw one other foreigner, I think, in our, like, air, when we were in the main town. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. I mean, it's very local. And I think if you're one who wants shopping and wants tons of restaurant options and that's important to you, Maybe Yao Noi is not the place, but if you want to feel like you are taken into a glimpse of what Thailand was before tourism and get a really quiet local feel, it is the perfect place. But the best part about it was coastal escape from there um, can arrange different activities for you that are at an additional cost. But we did the famous Thailand long tail boat to different islands. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people choose to go to um, more well-known spots on their long tail boat. But the owner at Coastal Scape, I the manager there, had told us that a lot of their boat drivers, they recommended going to places that weren't known. So we decided to take his advice and go on this long tail boat to places that most tourists don't even know about. I wouldn't even know, you know exactly what the names were of the places we <laughs> yeah. stopped, to be honest. But this driver knew his way around these islands And we got to go to um, a variety of different stops, and some of them had no one but us at them. It was really Mm -hmm. cool. One of them we pulled up, and monkeys started jumping on our boat. And this was, like, this island, and it actually had a king monkey. Like, I didn't even know... King monkeys I like, like think of like The jungle book I don't know But it was very evident Who the king monkey was You could was. tell
0: He was the huge one He was the one That everybody was looking at And he was kind of The, the meanest looking one yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. He a, When he jumped in the water And started swimming to the boat I was like Nope Start throwing the bananas Off the boat We do not want The king monkey On this boat We <laughs> had
0: like The little small Cute monkeys on board That were eating The bananas with us And then once The king monkey Started getting close like,
1: no, no, That's no. when we
0: got A little bit nervous But extremely Extremely easy How much did we pay? To do this kind of excursion. Do you remember? We paid, um, I think it was $150. For the four of us. For the four of us for a six-hour tour of the islands that we went on.
1: And it was awesome. It was Mm -hmm. worth it. We don't spend a lot of money on excursions typically, but that was one of the ones that we really, really looked forward to, and it was, I mean, it even exceeded my expectations. It was so beautiful to be on this boat and these blue, blue waters going through these huge (laughs) rock formations. Um, It was incredible. So if you go to Thailand, and especially if you're in the Phuket region, no matter where you stay, make sure you do a long tail boat experience because it was really, really, really special.
0: The other activity that we talked about earlier Was driving along the island on a motorbike with a sidecar Which
1: is epic (laughs)
0: And if you want an image of what that looked like You can go check out our Instagram page At the Jetsetting Family But it's this red sidecar, red motorbike It looks super kind of classic And it was just riding in style Very little traffic on the island, so we were able to kind of cruise around, drive slowly, pull off at multiple beaches and places, and we actually stopped by at the most poppin' place on the island, which is the 7-Eleven. There is one (laughs) 7-Eleven on this island, and it's like the city center where everybody kind of congregates.
1: As in everybody, (laughs) like 20 people.
0: (laughs) 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 So we felt like we wanted to have the most or we wanted to visit the most popular yeah. place in town. Because and if we you, were told multiple times that is the 711. If day. you google
1: Koyanui, I like things to do it's like 711. You have to see 711, uh-huh, which was uh-huh. so funny to us. So we did go to 711 and
0: we got a surprise egg for the kids and a little ice cream for us cuz it was hot outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that caps off our week in Koyanoi, one of the most underrated and beautiful surprisingly places. beautiful places that we've been to. And it's definitely near the top of our list already. And speaking of top of our lists, it was hard to top Koyanoi, but our next destination, which was in Chiang Mai, uh, was had- a very different experience, but really special as well.
1: Chiang Mai was another place which was different than Koyan I had really high expectations for Chiang Mai. And sometimes having high expectations scares me because it's like, it leaves the door open to be disappointed. But I wasn't. I really loved it there. Especially because in Chiang Mai we had the opportunity to work with a hotel I had been dreaming about for, I don't know, two two years years now. (laughs) 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 Seems like forever, but it was two years. And so when we had the opportunity to collaborate with them, it was just a dream come true and the hotel was absolutely incredible if you have kids and even if you don't have kids (laughs)
0: yeah
1: it is a special special place because it's giant it's this huge it spans is it 60
0: 60 acres acres. Mm -hmm.
1: and it's built in lana style architecture and it is almost like a town within the city of chiang mai
0: And you're such a tease, Jess. What's the name of this place? (laughs) Oh.
1: (laughs) It is called the Dara Devi Hotel.
0: It really did take our breath away because it looks like you're driving up. If you can imagine kind of like what the Thailand version of the Disney castle would look like, I think that was what the lobby of the Dara Devi looks like.
1: (laughs) It was. It was insane.
0: First thing we did was we rented or checked out... Uh, Bikes, which are included. As we mentioned, there were 60 acres of property there that you can experience, a bunch of rice fields, a lot of different things to see. It's all kind of enclosed, and there's little roads there for you to either go on the golf cart or take the bike places. And the first day, we kind of just rode around on the bikes, going to the different pools, going to the different restaurants, going and walking out to the rice fields. So it was super easy, the kind of easiest transportation that we've had, and it was fun. The kids loved it. They enjoyed it.
1: And they um, had a wonderful kids' club there that Santi loved. They did a lot of culture activities there there. Um, Another fun experience we had there was doing Muay Thai boxing, (laughs) which was so much fun. Santi, Rod, and I participated in that. And the instructor was awesome at pushing Rod and I to our limits, but also teaching Santi and making it really fun for him. So it was a really fun family activity.
0: We learned to throw punches, throw kicks, throw knees. Uh, Hit the punching bag. Santi had so much energy. I think he was just running on adrenaline that entire hour that we had that class because afterward, all he wanted to do is keep doing it. It's
1: funny because we had two of our favorite hotels back to back. At the end of the year, we planned to do like a breakdown of awards for hotels we stayed at, kind Mm -hmm. of like best service, best family hotel. And those are two that without a doubt will make the list. Yeah. They were just so amazing. I can't even describe just how beautiful the property was and how family friendly it was. Mm-hmm.
0: But there is way more to see in Chiang Mai. One of which was there's a lot of elephant sanctuaries in Chiang Mai that are about an hour to um, an hour and a half drive away that we really wanted to experience. Um, there's a lot of discussions about how. Elephant attractions can be cruel to the animals, so we wanted to make sure that we picked one that was um, a sanctuary for rehabilitation for um, elephants and also where they're nurtured, where they're not ridden, and where they're taken care of. And we settled on visiting the Elephant Jungle Sanctuary.
1: This was a day I really looked forward to, and um, it really was special just being next to these gentle giants, and it was super memorable. I think... For me, it was funny because I always dreamt of this moment for so long, thinking the highlight would be my interaction with the elephants. But really the highlight for me was seeing our kids uh, get involved. Santi loved feeding the elephants. Nora was absolutely terrified. (laughs) She was not down. But, no, it was just really cool. And Santi is a kid who honestly doesn't like to be dirty. Like, he's kind of our organized, neat freak at times. Mm And so when they said we're going to get in the mud with these elephants, he was not really wanting to. He was nervous, and so we tried to encourage him, but told him if he didn't want to participate, he didn't have to. And seeing him kind of conquer that fear and get so muddy and say that that was his favorite part of the day was um, being he in was the mud. He was the with muddiest
0: the one there. Yes, had it all over his face. <laughs> he looked like Mowgli from the Jungle yes. Book. Yes, <laughs> he was.
1: He was muddy. He was like a little swamp monster, and he. Loved it. For us, the kids did awesome, and it was really memorable. Another thing we did in Chiang Mai, which was way cooler than we anticipated, I really hadn't heard about it until we had got there. We spent a couple days at a hotel also called Chiang Mai Riverside. And one of the wonderful things, it was a beautiful place. They had a really nice, it was like modern. It was like a modern. It was like
0: modern Lana-style fusion uh, so it was a very new hotel. It had really modern amenities, but it still had somewhat of a traditional look to it.
1: Um, but one of the highlights from that hotel, beyond being beautiful, like the rooms were beautiful, was that they offered really cheap excursions. And you had like a private driver take you places, and they were really affordable. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the ones that they offered was this night safari at their zoo. And we had never considered it, but decided to go. And it was a lot of fun because you're riding on like a safari almost as if you were in Africa. It's obviously within a zoo, but it's the it's mm-hmm. similar type of vehicle. And you have giraffes putting their head in and different animals literally coming right up to you where you can touch them. But yeah, um, it was really cool and I highly recommend it. So, after spending about a week and a half, two weeks in Chiang Mai, we decided that we wanted to go a little bit further north and check out a smaller community or town known as Chiang Rai. And while researching it, we discovered it was a three hour drive. Figured easy, you know, three hours in a car, it's way easier than going to an airport and flying. So, it'll be a piece of cake. We'll all nap, it'll be golden. And that's not exactly what <laughs> happened, because this was probably the most terrifying three hours I've had since we left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got picked up in this, like, 12-passenger van. By this and cute
1: old man, guys. Yeah, he, he must have like...
0: been at least 70. First thing that happens is uh, this driver, he hit a parked moped so he was pulling um. up, and a lot of the times in Thailand, people get really close and weave in and out of traffic and stuff. But this guy, he kind of mis- misjudged the distance <laughs> for a little bit there and kind of hit it. Uh, little did we know that was just the beginning. And then we left the city center, and we're like all in the middle of <laughs> we're like
1: the middle of nowhere. But I had to like tell him a couple times, like we have kids in the car. Can you calm it down? Can you chill out? And then he just respond with. Oh, I drive safe because I don't want to pay an insurance claim. Don't worry. (laughs) But I mean, he. Yeah, I mean. Get right behind a motorcycle. I mean, within like. Feet and just start honking.
0: One hour into the drive, the kids have finally fallen asleep. We're relaxing. He's still kind no, of speeding along. No, we're not relaxing.
1: I am like <laughs> praying for <laughs> beer. We are trying
0: Peter. to relax. <laughs> but all I see is he starts pulling out his phone and he goes into YouTube. He has YouTube connected to his speakers and he starts playing the most gangster, like, rap. rap.
1: And the whole time he's looking for this song on YouTube, mind you, he's not looking at the road. He's searching for this freaking YouTube song For like 10 minutes So
0: I took a peek And what he was searching for Was Mexican music But then after that He changed it to like Traditional mariachi music (laughs) Which we heard And listened to For the next two hours It was like a loop Of the same three songs Over and over again I don't know It was just bizarre It was very fascinating In a really weird way uh, to have this kind of experience um, but we made it to Chiang Rai and safe then I told him I
1: did not want to ride back I was like and we-, we were
0: not using him for the ride back
1: <laughs> no it was terrifying so it was funny because after that the whole time we were in Chiang Rai I would like pay attention to every taxi driver who drove us. And finally, I found this really young guy who was very cautious and was like, how much will you charge me to get us back to Chiang Mai? Because right now you're the only driver I trust. (laughs) So scary. Uh uh But after we made it to Chiang Rai, we really enjoyed our time there because we went to this awesome place. It's it's known as the White Temple.
0: Yeah, but its actual name is called Wat Rong Kun.
1: It's very gothic and almost mm-hmm. the like scary t- to some degree. There's
0: yeah, like there's there's like heads that are made out of stone that are hanging from trees. There's like a predator sculpture that is half of its body is cut off. There's
1: like it's all white sculptured and there's like these hands like cu- like
0: coming out of the ground. Like that they're gonna of try hands. to like pull you into this little lake that is right next to this really interesting looking temple. And it was really interesting and fascinating looking at it. But reading the story behind it and how there's a bridge that takes you up into the temple and the hands that are like out to get you are kind of on this bridge. And it's supposed to signify how you're supposed to leave all temptation and kind of purify yourself before getting into this temple area. But once you get into the temple, it's a very, you know, the inside looks very traditionally uh, Buddhist
1: the the idea behind it makes you realize how cool this artist was to really put his idea and he it's privately owned, mm-hmm. and his life work has been this, this temple. temple and, and there's still
0: some parts of it that are under construction. Um, it's not
1: supposed to be done till I think, 2070, I want to say cool. it said. It's like a really yeah. long time yeah. from yeah. now. I am really glad we went, despite the crazy drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So if you have some extra time to spare while you go and visit Chiang Mai... Uh, we would definitely recommend going to Chiang Rai for a couple of days and seeing that. There's also waterfalls. There's also a blue temple that we didn't get to.
1: The Singha Beer.
0: Yeah, Singha Beer um, Brewery is there as well.
1: I would definitely say we were asked this week if a day trip would be worth it. I think it would personally be a really long day trip. I don't mm-hmm. know if I would recommend it just for the day. Um, we stayed at the Chiang Mai or at the, the Legend, legend Chiang, Rai. Chiang Rai, and it was right against the river and was really nice. Um and we stayed for 3 nights so it allowed us just enough mm-hmm. time with kids to get there and kind of see a few things that we were excited to check out.
0: Yeah. So that kind of wraps it up for Thailand that we we're spent busy. a couple of weeks there. We were busy. We had some phenomenal um, experiences and some really interesting stories along the way that we made as a family.
1: So thank you guys so much again for listening, for being here with us. We hope you enjoyed our time or listening about our time in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And we're really excited for some fun upcoming episodes Uh, Coming up soon, we have Jet Set Lisette on our podcast, who will be giving us amazing tips and tricks for how to travel hack and save money and travel um, on a budget.
0: Yeah, and in terms of where we're headed next, we're going to be spending the next couple of weeks in Vietnam before heading to Cambodia uh, for some really cool activities there, too. So thank you once again. And as always, if you could please send us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts, we would appreciate it if you reached out, commented or, you know, give us feedback. What is it that you want to listen to? How do you like these episode structures on the ones when we talk about our family experiences or the interview format? Uh, We're always open to feedback. So please reach out to us on Instagram at the Jet Setting Family or via email. Hello at thejetsettingfamily.com. So from our family to yours, thank you once again. Hope you have a great rest of the week. And until next time, happy happy jet jet setting. setting. The music for today's show has been provided by the Long Valley with additional music by BMC. The Podglomer, a sonic universe.
1: Ever wonder if they were listening to you? so did al franken yep that al franken he was just on our podcast impersonating his former senate colleagues in the name of privacy
0: what the hack with adam levin will make you feel more chill about the unchill things that happen online and off with easy to understand tips to make your life a little less hackable join us as we look at the ways people get scammed and hacked what the hack with adam levin is a weekly cyber true crime show that unravels a fresh new hell every monday
1: what the hack with me adam levin Available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Jennifer Lincoln, board certified OBGYN, and you may know me from social media where I spend a lot of my time educating about everything reproductive health. This podcast is called Let's Talk About Down There, and that's what I'm doing. I am talking about down there with no shame, no stigma, a lot of fun, and a lot of education. And why? Because when we talk about these things, we educate and we empower ourselves. Call in, leave a question, and know that it's okay to have questions about your body, and we're going to answer them.